This is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff I'm Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. So Samantha, my question for you is, do you have any experience with farms, farming? So I do have a little experience, not a lot, because I have spoken many times before how I kill plants. Um, and, <laughs> not on purpose, uh, right? <laughs> no, it just inevitably happens because right. plants hate me. Mm. However, I've been keeping my basil alive. Nice. So I'm, I'm fairly, I'm fairly proud of that. Although uh-huh. now my partner has taken over and is doing a better job than I did. So whatever, hey. uh, not better. But, <laughs> you know, I come from a small town that has a lot of egg farms, chicken farms, and cow farms, and, you know, your typical corn and all of that. Mm-hmm. I never necessarily uh, was raised on one, but because I was was in proximity with that. I would have friends who would work on farms and stuff like that, and I would go as well. And mm-hmm. I've had a couple of summers of experiences of that. I didn't like it. <laughs> no? No. Because uh, one of my jobs was cleaning off egg poop uh, or yeah. chicken poop off of uh-huh. eggs. I think I gagged the entire time, and mm-hmm. I was not a fan. was not yeah. a fan. was not a fan. What yeah. about you? Yeah, I, I feel like I'm in a similar vein. I, I, I think we've talked before about we both went to schools where in high school, there was like program and you would right. go and like... The FFA. Yeah. Um, I was going to say do things with cows. That sounds so wrong. Uh, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> like you kind of have those uh, experiences on farms and almost like a tourist visiting. Some of my family members have farms. And when I was a kid, I thought it was really, really cool like to see yeah. the chickens and the cows. And um, one of my uh, relatives has horses but I wasn't working on the farm. So I feel like that's a different that's a different thing. Like it was cool for me to see it and all that land, you know. But I, even if like I remember once I was like, yeah, put me to work. And then I was like, no, this is a lot of work. Yeah, <laughs> like I will say after working just for like a couple of summers, the amount of work, the amount of like what it felt like backbreaking work. Yeah. I was like, yeah, man, kudos to whoever can do this and they're not getting paid enough. Like that was the entirety Absolutely. of my conversation. I was like, no, whatever they're getting paid is not enough. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. So we wanted to put a timestamp on this one. It is February 9th, 2021 because things do move really rapidly. And today we're talking about the farmers protest in India. And there is a lot going on there. It's continuously evolving. So as we record, this episode, this is the date. Mm -hmm. So back in September, the Indian government passed very controversial farm laws without consulting any stakeholders. According to experts, these laws would drive out small and marginal farmers and allow for the creation of private monopolies. And this is a huge deal because in India, 86% of farmers are small landowners. So of course, many people were furious. Right. Hundreds of thousands of Indians started protesting, camping at the main entry points to the capital, demanding the government repealed the laws. The protests gained wide support both in India and around the world. And honestly, it's definitely made a lot of traction within the celebrity worlds as well. And it's interesting to see the conversations that are happening because there's also a lot of backlash specifically coming from the Indian government as well as their celebrities. So it's interesting to see. Mm-hmm. And right now it is cold in India, and but people are refusing to leave. Yeah. And these protests have been largely led and sustained by women of all ages. Like, really? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, 
traveling from all over. And these women and girls have been making sure there are rations, there are blankets, all the necessities. Um, I've read stories of them waking up super early to make sure there's enough food to get people through the day. And on the other hand, women have been running farms to enable their husbands to protest. So they're doing that work of the protest too. They're managing the farm while the man of the family is away protesting, potentially, which is all the more amazing when looking at the two states at the forefront of the protest, Punjab and Haryana. Both are among the worst performers when it comes to the ratio of men to women and have patriarchal systems that put constraints on women in various ways. And households in these areas are usually categorized by unequal access to resources, a problem that worsens during times of economic stress, like during a pandemic are potentially losing your farm. Because of these things, any decrease in farming income will almost certainly disproportionately have a negative impact on women. And on top of that, cuts in farmers' income could lead to farmers going into debt, which is one of the leading causes of suicide among farmers in India. And due to the patriarchal way inheritance works there, often prohibiting women from owning land, women in families where there's a suicide are at high risk of poverty. Now, I do want to say... Obviously, this is a many, and these are complex issues. Like, we could unpack a lot of this stuff, and we're also coming from an outsider's perspective. But these are kind of the surface level of why this protest is so big and so important, and there's so many things at stake. Right. So reporters interviewing women participating in these protests found that they often spoke of how active they are in the agricultural process, including labor and providing support in the form of cooking, cleaning, and caring for family members. Despite the long, hard days, women have done this work uncredited, and they're not seen as farmers. While an estimated 75% of all farm work is done by women, which I've actually seen numbers as high as 85% as well, because it's all varying, they only account for 12% of land ownership, which is such a shame. That's another reason women have given when asked why they're protesting. They want people to know women are farmers too, and these protests are changing that. Women run about 100 protest sites in Punjab alone, and the protests are ongoing and have been going. Yeah, so these women want people to know, like, yes, women are farmers too, and that's one of the reasons they're showing up is, yes, I am involved in this. It's very important to me. And um, wanting to get the credit and recognition of the work that they're doing. And going back to what you said, Samantha, different celebrities like Rihanna have been bringing attention to the protests and have even garnered backlash from the Indian government and celebrities there. After tweeting an article about the protest, many Indians have lashed out, saying she was ill-informed and using propaganda to divide the country. But as more and more protesters come out and many risk their lives by staying out in the cold to make their voice heard, also it is a pandemic still, it is clear there is a call for change. Right. And it's really interesting on a side note that many of the attacks on Rihanna are really troll-level attacks, often referencing her domestic violence incident with Chris Brown from way back when, and many slut-shaming her and calling her a prostitute in the midst of all of this. Like, it's getting outright, like, mean. And and just so you know, there's a lot of conversation about the fact that they have been limiting access to social media within India as a way of kind of controlling the narrative or trying to hold on to the narrative, stating that, again, people outside of India are being ill-informed and this protest is dangerous. Mm-hmm. And it's almost as if blaming the protesters, again, as we've seen many a times, for the violence and for the deaths and for the clashes that's been happening. Yeah, and speaking of, the Indian government has bargained to halt the law for 18 months, but 
many are still calling for the complete repeal of the new laws, but they have yet to see any conversation around that. The protest has been contentious throughout the months, including protesters clashing with police and government officials, even to the point the government has been building trenches around the Capitol. And yeah, we have seen violence and deaths. Right. So, yeah, there's been a number of deaths reported, but it's been so varying and the causes so varying. It's kind of Mm -hmm. been hard to see exact numbers. And even talking about the incidents where they took over tractors and were driving Mm -hmm. into the Capitol, and that brought on some violent uh, situations as well, but not really clear to all the details. It's it's interesting to see what we are able to get access of and who's being able to speak and who's being silenced. Mm-hmm. And there are a few ways to help, including checking out Save India Farmers, which is one of the organizations, and the Center for Sustainable Agriculture. And then there's a fundraiser organized by the United Seek Mission to supply medical assistance during the protest. So there are ways to reach out to see what's happening, to see how to assist. But there's a lot of stuff going on there. And it's been going on there. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, limited access to being able to see what exactly is happening on the grounds and uh, how we can help. From what information we can gather, watching the evolution of at first these protests were mostly men and then women kept trickling in and trickling in and trickling in. And now when you see pictures, a lot of times it's mostly women. So that conversation, the ongoing conversation around women as farmers in India and the work that they do... I'm glad that attention is being brought to that. And as always, listeners, if any of you are in India or you have information that perhaps we don't, we would love to hear from you. Our email is stuffmediamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Instagram at Stuff Mom Never Told You or on Twitter at MomStuffPodcast. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Thank you. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff Mom Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. <laughs> 